guys, welcome back. Let me let me get into frame because there you go. All right, guys, welcome one more Friday night to Charlie's Bunker. I forgot to put the live on my computer. That's okay. <laughs> I can do it in a minute. How's it going, little baby? Pretty good. All right. I'm here, Shy Town. Are you okay today? Yeah. Are you okay? Because you seem uh, out I'm of... a little. I'm a little hot. You're a little hot. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorting my hair out. So here, here we go, guys. Um, all right. We have two guests. Thank you very much for joining us. It's Friday night. What time is it, anyways? It's already eight o'clock. Okay. Already? So here, yeah. So here we go. We are doing this light, this this light, this this late night show because one we want more guests and you know we've been getting up through the week say listen if, if i got time i'll join you well guess what now you have time for now <laughs> yes for now and hey, listen don't don't be hating already we're not even starting yet all right so we did it later just for you for you guys all right for you guys i'm gonna charter oh i don't uh, okay so you know what hold on it's friday night we're and not we're gonna give here. commercials So we're just gonna go ahead and, and, and start the night, okay? Um, welcome again. So I got a little story to say, right? Mm-hmm. We've been doing more remotes. We've been going around town, and um, and we actually been hosting other places. Uh, two weeks ago, was it? We were at Quetzal. Quetzal. Yes, and it was great. So now we're great in Chai Town. Right? And guess what? Who hosted us today? Chai Town. Chai Town. Okay. So Chai Town is this this dome on on, on Pilsen. Not the not the old school Pilsen that Nelly grew up in. Not the one where you know you got to do, those, squat do them squats because you can get pow pow pow. Because you know, sh- there's sh- a drive by right? at 4 p.m. Not that. It's an no. it's an actual movie. It's a drive-in movie theater, right? And also it's a there's soccer fields where they put indoor soccer. So we're actually hosting here in Chai Town. Uh, one of the owners, uh, his name is Jose. Yep. Yep. Okay. He's been treating us like stars, you for real. You know more than I do. We got VIP. What happened? I said, you know him more than I do. Yes. He actually used to be my old boss, and then he got me fired. Had to and be you. Had to be me. I mean, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. <laughs> you know, I don't blame him. Okay? But he's been treating like he was giving us a VIP treatment. Uh, he's actually been bringing food, drinks, gave us salt, gave us lemon. It was. It, it's been amazing. Not only that... Nelly Baby goes to the cash register, right? And she places the order, right? She places the order. And then the late... The, I pulled the, the Charlie move. No, just hold on, hold on, hold on. No, you did not. No, you did not. And I said, no, you did not. do you not know who I am? Do you not know who I am? I am Mr. Charlie. You want my autograph? That is not what you said. She goes to the, to the <laughs> register and the young lady goes and says, okay, we're going to open a tab. Can I have your ID? So Nelly Baby here gives her a look like... Really? Really? And I I was looking at the whole thing, and then she goes and says, do you know who I am? And the young lady goes, I have no idea who you are to begin with. And then she goes, I'm VIP. I'm VIP. I'm here. We used to DJ here at Chai Town. And I said, listen. And I went, wah, hey, wah, wah. hey, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Right? Just to make. I ain't got nothing to do with it. So, yeah, that has been our, the night to start. So, we're going to have a blast because we're going to stay here for a little bit. Apparently, it's going to be karaoke. I'm going to become the DJ one more time because that's how they know me here. And I'm going to sing. We're going to sing and we're going to have music and we're going to enjoy every, everything, everything. This is why I love doing the show. Places like this. But we're going to start with the show. 
Are you ready? I, what happened to that joke you were going to steal? Oh, uh, I forgot the joke already. No, I'm just kidding. So Mr. Jose comes to us and says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close it for a little bit. Mr. Jose comes to us and says, you know, um, you know uh, I had a friend, and this guy was really sick, right? And his wife, who is actually worried about him, goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, listen, you know what? There's nothing else we can do for him. So you, you might as well just go home, give him anything he needs, and, and pamper him and whatnot. And then she goes, okay. It's hard to hear us. Okay, so we're going to do this because I don't know why it's hard to hear us. Is it connected? Right. Uh, it is connected. Hold that thought. We, I didn't know we were having technical difficulties, but I will fix it in a minute. Maybe I plugged in. Of course I did. Hold that thought. <laughs> One second. Hopefully this... All right, all right. Is that better? Is that can can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I can't hear you. No, now. I cannot hear anything. There you go. There right. you go. Okay. Nope. There you go. Okay. Right can there. you hear me now? Is that better? Let us know if it's better because I got I got my wired. I hear. Okay, great. <laughs> so then the guy, you know, Charlie's fired. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Not only was <laughs> I actually setting up the equipment, not only was I only doing that, the, you know, the sound check and everything, while she's just doing what you getting, know, you, getting you food you gotta you gotta get in frame you gotta get in you fr- moved it ah, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be one of those nights it's gonna be one of those nights yeah oh, okay anyway so going back to the poor man who was sick right so the poor man is sick he goes to the doctor there's nothing they can do for him the, the wife goes and says listen okay fine i'll take him home so they he does i don't think he's gonna be able to translate properly though because the joke was in Spanish. Forget the joke. Does. We're not even doing the joke anyway. So, because <laughs> it's not going to translate. It's not going to translate. Uh, it, it has to do with an egg and whatever. Anyways, so the end. So, let's start with the topic. <laughs> what? What? You killed it. Like, you started the joke and then you just left it. See, as a professional interpreter, I could say the joke was not going to translate and it was not going to be funny. <laughs> I know, I know. That is the reason why you cannot translate jokes, because sometimes they lose the essence of, of the, the joke. You could have said it in Spanish. How are they going to understand me? The show's in, in English. Is there some bilingual do you, people? Do you hear the accent? Do you hear that I'm doing an accent because I'm speaking English? Yes. Oh, my Lord. So, <laughs> what do you guys think? Should I just do the whole thing in Spanish? Just, just switch it to Spanish? I'll be like, nope. Si. Si. Hola, buenos tardes. Bienvenidos a Telemundo. Aquí, desde Chaitown. En Rojo Vivo. Yeah. I don't speak Spanish. See, there you go. She doesn't speak Spanish. See? See? Right? Right? And you follow her more. And you follow her that's more. That's a lie. Uh, that's it. We're done. Anyways, first topic. We're just going to go into the topic, okay? So, um, during the week, I actually was, again, like usual, I was just going on Facebook and I was just doing, you know, whatever, like I usually do. Mm-hmm. And I found this article, Right? So the article is about a guy, a young man, who is in high school. And out of the four years, he only passed three classes, right? He has a grade point average of... Point thirteen. Point thirteen, And the mother now is devastated because the school never told her that the guy was actually failing all four years. And they were expecting for him to graduate, right? So... Now the mother is upset at the school because the school didn't, didn't actually communicate with her. And they had one teacher conference, one teacher conference, 
in the whole four years that he was in high school, which she didn't attend, okay? So, the question is, does she have grounds to be upset? What do you think? You're excused. What, the, the mom? You got to figure it's Baltimore. <clears throat> and from the guess, the, the boy looked African-American. What does that have to do with because the educational system for uh, colored children, not only colored brown children, is really bad, especially in the CPS. Uh, and it's not CPS okay, it wasn't. It wasn't here, first of all, in Chicago, so we can't well, say. Well, the public school system. Okay, so you're saying that the the system failed the kid. Yeah. Okay, so where the uh, person who actually had this post in, in his in his wall, I actually he said the same thing. He's like, listen, you know. Maybe the school... He said, wow, no words. And, I, and he said, maybe the school failed the kid. Okay? I don't think... I don't think the school system failed the kid. It's not I don't only think the so. school system. The, the parent... What was the parent doing? Not only the parent... The, the child. Speak out for what you want to learn. Like, well, the parent had three jobs. She was a single mother. Had three jobs. And, again, he was the one going to high school, so... And it, from the looks of it, he wasn't always attending school. No. So he actually was absent 272 days out of the out of the whole four years, right? And he was also late. So, so I cannot blame the school system on this one because one, he's responsible for going to school, regardless of whether you're brown, black, white, or whatever. It doesn't matter. The system is the system, and if you don't go to school, there is no way. That, no, there is no way for you to blame the system if the kid's not going to school. There's no way. I don't. I don't actually agree with the fact that people are blaming the system. I'm blaming the system. I'm blaming the parent, and I'm blaming the child. I'm Everybody actually, has equal um, fault to it. No, I'm actually blaming the kid completely. A hundred percent is the kid because the parent is working three jobs. The school has thousands of kids they need to take care of, and he could. He's listen. He cannot be that special sunshine that everybody needs to be after him if he's going to school. There are many kids who are under the same circumstances who actually go and get an education. So there's no way you can, they, the school can be blamed. I just, that's the way I see it. Yeah, but the kid, you got to remember, it's a kid. So? They're not, they're not all going to be responsible. And yes, it's, it's, they have to learn to, to know what responsibility is. But again, you got to remember, this is a kid. It, no, it doesn't. At and a the certain mom point, had three jobs. There's three jobs because why? Because maybe of their economical status. I said, but that also the parent has to figure out. These kids now have phones at nine years of age. Why doesn't this, with three jobs, I'm sure, hopefully, she's able to afford a phone for this child so she could keep track of him. Okay, so we have a comment that says the parent is part to blame and the kid is part to blame as well. Listen, um, I, I cannot agree with that 100%. Or actually 100%, because let's say the kid's a kid, right? He's 14. And yes, he's going to be slacking off. And yes, the mother has two jobs. And and she's not able to keep up with the kid, right? Okay, I'll give you that. Here's the thing. If he doesn't want to go to school, there is, there is no way the mother's going to make him go to school. And two, he's 14. Therefore, he has been going to school since I'm guessing the six, since he was six years old. So he knows what it is to go to school. He knows the responsibility to go to school. So therefore, he can, they cannot blame it on the parent or the school because he knows what he needs to do. 
There is no way for you to miss 272 days and then say, oh, you know, I didn't know, and, and, and therefore the school failed me. That's, that's not how it goes. It's, not, it's the responsibility. Where is the factor that he is responsible to do what he needs to do? And that is go to school. There's nothing else he can do. You were a kid once, right? And I went to school. You never cut. I, I didn't say that in cut. I didn't cut 262 days. But you didn't go to school one day. Listen, back in... The, yeah, I, did, I didn't go to school one day. Actually, let, let me clarify that. I went to school, right? This is how, this is how my, my brain used to be when I used to go to school. I used to go to school, go to the division, which is where they count the... the you know, the... What is it? The... Uh, help me the out. Attendance. The attendance of that day. Once I was marked that I was there, I will go. I will call my mom and say, listen, mom, I'm not feeling that good. Can I go home? And she'll say, yeah, yeah, no problem. It's, it's okay. And then I will have the my parents' permission to go home. And that's how you used to cut school. See, if you want to cut school, that's how you do it. Now, kids, listen to me. That's not cutting school. Kid, listen to me. Listen to me, kids. That's kids, being kids, a nerd. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, kids. You can't cut school. Don't say, don't say that Charlie told you to cut school. Charlie's and kids. You, and he gave you the idea of how to cut school because... Okay, but did you keep... Yeah, of course I did keep up with my work. Of course. That's, that's exactly I what... I really hope your kids are listening to this one. Oh, they already, I already told them how I used to cut school. I, I, I told them, I said, listen, if you're planning to cut school, this is how I did it, right? And I gave, I gave them 100% all the details of how I used to cut school. And then I said, if you do it, I'm going to kick your butt because I know how you do it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know when you do it. And therefore, if they're sick, I'm going to go to the nurse and the nurse will tell me if she are sick. Even if she says you're sick... Then we'll go pick you up. If not, you're staying in school. Mm. Hey, man. Like I said earlier on the show, you got to be prepared and you got to plan for everything. Everything. <clears throat> but you do have to keep up with your work. If you're going to be missing so much homework, there is a thing called the Internet now. And I know most of the kids are using it, if not a lot, because everybody and their mama that's not um, our age is on TikTok. And they shouldn't have Wait, an excuse. You're on TikTok. Shut up. And, <laughs> and shut up, Charlie. Yeah. Damn. Why you have to burn me like that? I'm gonna start calling you like uh, one of our viewers calls you. What do they call me? Stupid bitch. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, no, she does. She does. <laughs> no, she calls me a fat bitch. Okay, I wasn't fat gonna bitch. say that word. I mean, if you're going to say how they call me, at least call me, you know. We're not say saying that swear me. word. Oh, really? <laughs> really? You got to go, go with that? You got to go with that. <laughs> I'm going to go with stupid, but not the F word. Right. Okay, we got another comment that says, one of the many reasons I don't have kids. It, it's it, not. Okay. So it's not the kids per se. I mean, if, if I'm going to have to blame the parent, okay. All right. Let me, let me retract that even more. Okay. Today, in, in the Spanish version of the show, I actually covered the, in the, the chapter 7 of the book, Think and Grow Rich. It's called Planification. Pretty much, it gives you a detail of how to plan things so you can have uh, success, right? So, one of the things that's said there in the book, it's that you have to learn how to be a leader before you can actually start planning things because you need to be educated in, in what you're going to do. But mm-hmm. also, you need to learn how to follow first for you to actually learn how to lead so you can actually planify, planify or plan what you're going to do, okay? One of the things said, you need to be firm in your decisions and you need to take responsibility 100%. If I'm going to blame the parent, if I'm going to blame the parent for, for something, if I'm going to blame the parent for something, then it's going to be the fact that there was no structure. 
when it comes to the responsibility of the kid. That's the only thing I can say when it comes to him cutting school and not going to class. The issue here is that he's 14, and if he didn't learn that at the age of 14, there's no way he's going to learn it now unless somebody actually goes and tutors him and gets a mentor mm -hmm. and all that beautiful stuff, and you do all the four year in four years, you do all the work that you're supposed to do in the first 14, which is very hard. And at that point, well, you can. Set. It's called GED. No, but it's not. The point is not him getting his GED. The point is that nowadays, again, they're justifying the faults of, in quotes, of someone or the system when he's 100% responsible. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure, and this is me assuming, don't, don't take my word for it, this is my, one of my crazy theories, that he was just slacking off. He, I mean, what else is he going to do at 14? Work? Well, of it's illegal. The, the kids are going to do what kids do best and blame somebody else that's not them, which and is then, I'm going to blame the school. And what is the mom going to say? Oh, he's a good kid. So why can't we give him a pass? So it's not his fault. And that's my point. And because she is working three jobs, of course, you got to co cover your own ass. Yeah. And that's and that's my point. So we cannot blame the system for something that he chose not to do. And that's the, that's the problem I have with the article, because the article made it seem like it was the school system. The school system is not going to be concerned about just one kid. They have thousands of kids they need to take care of. And again, there's so many kids that are under the, under the same circumstances, and they actually manage to succeed and have degrees. So why is he any different? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It says, I'm so sick and tired of, I'm so sick of hearing that crap given my job. Uh, which crap? Uh, I just want to be clear of what we're talking about. So if you want to give us another comment and explain a little bit more. But again, I, don't, I can't blame the school system this time. I know the system is actually responsible for a lot of things, but this is not one of them. And, and I'll tell you this, back in my, it's not my kid. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what we hear nowadays where everybody wants to blame, everybody wants to blame somebody else for the things that the kids should be responsible for. I'm going to let you handle this for a second because I'm getting called and I'll be back in a second. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, guys. So what are we thinking about this uh, article? Uh, I feel bad for the kid, but again, like Charlie said, it is the kid's responsibility. He is 14 years old and he has to mature. Like, like not only the parents' fault, but also the kid has to literally start working and getting used to um, growing up it's part of a it's part of basically the process of life we have to grow up mature and find that we have roles and responsibilities to do and it's not always gonna fall on mom and dad to literally take care of you and drop you off in school sometimes it can't happen i said i'm even having difficulty right now taking my little one to school and dropping them off thank god the system um the chicago public school system is offering early school program care which actually helps parents like me that has to be at work at a certain time so it's my responsibility, yes, to drop off my child, but again, he is eight years old, and this child is 14, and I know some kids really don't want their parents to literally walk them to school or pick them up at a certain age, but I guess it, the parent really ha shouldn't be blaming the parent, the, the school system, I'm sorry, the parent shouldn't be blaming the school system that you know it's their fault because the first thing they want to say hey he's a good kid there's a lot of good kids a lot of good kids that actually do attend school 
Okay? And, and I'm sorry. Your kid now needs to go to summer school. True. <laughs> True. Um, start escorting. Uh, but, again, what are they doing in school? Uh, one of the, our um, viewers said parents should try the cops then. Could try the cops then. True. But again, what are they trying to do in the in the school systems? Trying to make sure that there's no police officers being in around the campus area because of um, situations that kids have to deal with, with or harassing the cops or the cops are supposedly harassing them. But you you damn if you do and you damn if you don't, I say. So uh, who's here around the neighborhood in Chi-Town who wants to come and uh, join us for some karaoke and some drinks and some good food? We're here at Chi-Town Football. We're on the, I think it's 21st and Troop. You can't miss it. It's uh, They have also a drive through movie theater. So come on down and come and see us, Charlie and Nelly Baby here, um, filming live at Chi-Town. But again, guys... What is your thoughts? Yes, we could have a police officer, a squad, literally escort this child into their their school building. But again, are you going to be able to have support all these kids that are literally cutting class, not showing up? Um, parents are working all day, twenty four seven, and uh, most of these kids are latchkey kids, which they're literally raising themselves at home. So, what are we going to do? We're going to over-abuse um, using these police officers just for selfish reasons to drop off our kids? That's a, a waste of money there for the city. So, what else can we say? <laughs> Charlie left me here high and dry. So we're going to have to, I'm not reviewing my awesome comments, by the way. What happened? I'm not reviewing my awesome statements anymore. Why? Why not? <laughs> what happened? What happened? No, because um, our viewers like, oh, we should have the police escort the kids or have the, he left me. <laughs> he left me high and dry at school too. I See, I, we have a thing in common. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I told them I'm like Charlie left behind and dry. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I had to take care of something. Uh, it was a little bit, it's a little urgent, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. We we got it covered. Uh, so, going back to the topic, uh, no, they shouldn't actually call the cops. Yes, you did. No, I did not. <laughs> no, we shouldn't call the cops. What? What? Listen, why are we pampering these kids? Why do we need to actually? If they don't want to get an education and they don't want to go to school, it's their loss. Plain and simple. It's their loss. We are... Back in my day, if you didn't want to go to school... I know. Back in the 90s, if you didn't want to go to school, <laughs> guess what? You got expelled. Yep. And then you went to get your GED. Okay? I don't know why things have changed. Okay? Since don't they use it now that if you have so many attendants that the... The parents are to blame, and, and, and either the parents get arrested or something. Which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't agree with that either. No, I was telling the audience that literally we need to start putting these kids to have more responsibility because, again, it's not always going to be the responsibility of the parent. I, I agree. 
percent. Literally three jobs, and then you expect me to literally drop you off. And most of these kids, like I was telling them, most of these kids don't want to be dropped off. At, you know, mom, dad, you can't drop me off in front of the school, or you can't pick me up. So they use as, that as an excuse too. So hey, my mom doesn't know where the heck I am. She thinks I'm in school. And that's the thing. So so the system. If I can blame the system in something else, is the fact that they're pampering these kids so much. There is no structure. There is no discipline. There is no consequences to anything they do that it's wrong. And now they want to blame everybody else and their mama, literally their mama. And it's not it's not right. I don't I don't think it's right because the parents already have a lot of things to do, like, you know, feed them, shelter mm-hmm. them, you know, give them a home and clothes and whatnot, not to, live, not to let them live under a bridge, literally. Mm-hmm. So now they have to actually be concerned about them going to school. Forget it. Forget it. If they don't want to, if they don't want to study, that's that's on them. So no, I I actually do not agree with the fact that the mother is blaming the school system. I don't agree with it. True. All right. So I know I missed a lot of it, but we're gonna cancel it here. We're gonna close this segment. We're gonna close, not cancel. We're gonna and continue with the next segment. segment. Yes. And we'll be back after the music. Obviously, as you know, we're gonna continue on Facebook Live, but we're gonna come back on Anchor and Spotify. And go. All right, we're back. We're back on Spotify and Anchor. We're a lot back of people, by popular demand. A lot of people are coming by and they're seeing the equipment on the table and they're looking at us like, like who, who the, the hell heck are, are you? these two people? You know no one's listening to you, right? No, we got we got her. We got her. I mean, She's here in the audience. Oh, well, but they're playing I soccer. did invite people, though. I just yes. said, you know, we're at Chi-Town Football. And is it 21st and Troop? Mm-hmm. Troop and Sir Mac. In Pilsen. In Pilsen. You can't miss it. It's the only football... No. Stadium in Chi-Town. Well, let's just say I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you she are. Thank you. She is here. Don't okay. forget to copy and share. Share, share, share. Share, 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 All right. So, oh, my Lord. You know what? Today's been one of those days where... Charlie's going to get fired from his own show. I'm going to get fired from my own show. Yeah. How, how will that be? How can I be fired out of my own show? Fired. Like, the name is mine. The equipment is mine. You're fired. But the, you have to come back next Friday and set up everything. Okay. We bring the equipment and everything else. <laughs> How would you name the show if I get fired? Ex Charlie's Bunker. <laughs> now with Nelly, baby. Just, just, to, just, to, uh, just to actually rub it on my face. Be like, I'm going to call it the Ex Charlie Bunker. Yep. Uh, okay. And I'm going to make you edit everything. You're going to make me add everything. Are you going to pay me at least? No. No, of course not. No. <laughs> Why would you pay me? Why would I get paid? <laughs> Who said this nonsense? I mean, I will expect to get something since, you know, I'm bringing the equipment. I'm doing the I'm editing. I'm going to feed you. Be that's, happy. That, that's cool enough. That's close enough. I can, I can go for a beer. And you'll get VIP status. I'm sorry. I gave you that status. Please. Okay. First of all, that was me. I'm actually, you know, talking... With one of the managers. Thank you very much. And saying what? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Is that what you're saying? Hey, cutie. What's your name, girl? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Which, by the way, she's about to leave. So, I mean, too late on that. <laughs> I'm going to use my VIP status <laughs> until further notice. Until it expires. Thank you. All right. Second topic before we before she kills me. Because she's been, she's been threatening me all day. I did. Second topic. We're going to continue in the schools. Talking about the schools. But this one actually, it's a little. It's on the other side of the coin. This is a guy, a little, a kid, who actually wanted, was demanding 
to actually get a better education. Do you want to get the video? I guess. Okay, so... It's already on there. All right, all right. So we're going to put the video for you guys, and let's see what it has to say. Okay. All right, let's just go and... My service is wait. not too excelente. No, of course. You got to take this job serious. This is the future of this nation. And when you come in here, like you did last time, and make a statement about, oh, this is my paycheck, indeed it is. But this is my country's future okay. and my education. I, I Can you go outside, please? I, I but there's a limit when I'm not bitching, but simply making an observation. Okay, okay. And now I will leave. If you would just... All right, so... You heard it. This is a kid who is actually concerned about his education. He's telling the teacher that instead of handling a pamphlet, she should actually uh, encourage and, and actually, uh, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking motivate. for? Motivate and cultivate. Give, That's what I'm looking for. give passion to education. The, we're losing that a lot. Passion for what you do. All right. Um, mm -hmm. Like a teachers. Most of the teachers now who have been having what? 15 years tender under their belt. I heard you say tender. Yes, you want tender. I know what tender. How come I could barely hear myself? I don't he know. muted me on purpose, I, people. Can you hear her, guys? Can you hear her? Because I can hear her. I'm literally hearing her right here, right now. I hear you because you got a big mouth and you're loud. Not going to touch that one. <laughs> Not going to touch that one. Okay. <laughs> so, this, this guy, this young man was actually fighting for, for him to get an education. Mm -hmm. And that's the other side of the coin. And that's why I wanted to bring this topic too, because that other guy is blaming the system for not getting an education and not getting more, you know, conference with the teachers and whatnot. But this guy is actually fighting for him to get an actual education, and the mm -hmm. teacher is just lacking up. Yeah, it, it's sad. Like I was saying, there's, you know, teachers that are 15 years tender into their school uh, um, education. Again, people that have been in the system for 15 years literally have lost hope in wanting to teach. What? Why teach? Like, if, if that's not your passion, is it just like the kid said, just just because it's easy and a paycheck? Okay, it's not easy, first of all. It's teach. not easy. It's not easy at all to teach. Um, one of my family members is a teacher, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I do give her a hard time because she's a teacher. He was busting her chops. A lot. A lot. But I don't do it in a bad way. I don't... Okay, she's a third grade teacher, and I don't do it in a bad way. Actually, I, I am... I always admire teachers, right? Uh, one of the... Pancho Villa, which is one of our revolutionary heroes, said that the moment that you pay a general... The moment that you pay a teacher more than a general, that's when you're going to change the, the future of this nature, of this, of this nation. That's what he said. And I believe that. I believe that when teachers start actually getting the respect they deserve, and I'm not just talking about, oh, yeah, that the kids need to behave. No, I'm talking about when they actually get appreciated for what they do, mm -hmm. the, the, the cultivating the minds of these kids, 
the part where where if they actually get paid what exactly what they need to earn for them to actually get motivated themselves to actually teach the kids. That's the part I'm talking about. Now, there are some guys and some gals, obviously, and, you know, teachers in general, who are not passionate about teaching. They don't like, they just wanted a paycheck and they just wanted to get an education and they just went with it. And that's okay. That's okay. But then I'm coming back to the same thing. Where is the factor where the kid needs to motivate himself or learn him on his own without depending on the teacher? True. Yeah, because I, I, my sister-in-law is a teacher as well. And the things that she tells me, man, man, I just don't want to repeat it because just in case anybody that knows her, it's sad. Um, and also I noticed a difference too when my son was doing e-learning to now um, in class. Like literally I've noticed that in e-learning that they were doing more work. More hands-on What do you work. mean? What do you mean? Like, they were literally doing more work on the computer. Like, um, more, like, um, math, breaking down, like, this homework, extended homework, make a make a diagram and this and that. I don't I don't think they do that in, in person. My, my son only comes home. Like, they used to give him a lot of schoolwork when it came to the e-learning. Now he comes home and it's one sheet of paper. Okay, so on that note, okay... Um, I, I, hi, hi, Tia, hi, Tia, okay, I, I was about to say something so inspirational, and then, hi, Tia, oh, you, hi, you cut me off so all the time, I know, I know, I know, Cocho was just the same thing when I, when I'm in the Japan <laughs> show, here's the thing, okay, I lost my train of thought, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't know, I forgot what I was going to say, drink, drink some beer, and yeah, I think I should, I think I should, okay. Uh, no, I, I gotta. I, I have to. I have to bring it back. I have to bring it back. Uh, no, I lost it. I lost it. Continue, continue, because I lost it. I guess I'm gonna be the wingman today. You're always the wingman. Ba -ba 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 -ba. No, but like I said, like e-learning, it looked like it was more work these kids were doing. I remember now. So <laughs> I remember what I was gonna say. So the e-learning. Okay, first of all, okay. That shouldn't be the case because... Be, huh. Wing, Wing woman. woman. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. She, does, she doesn't even get it. She doesn't even get I it. I don't justify as a woman or a man. It's whatever. I don't care. I just say wing they. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anybody who uses those pronouns, I'm sorry. <laughs> and here I, I'm giving... I'm trying to give an inspirational speech here and I, I just lost gonna, it again. I'm going to cut I you off. I lost it again. I lost I'm it gonna again. I'm going to cut you off I la no, wait, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the e-learning. E e-learning, okay. So, the e-learning. Uh, I think that's actually what's messing up our kids more. I think that if you don't actually teach the passion of actually learning, there is no way for them to actually learn, okay? And, and learning itself has to be cultivated from, from home, uh, to be honest with you. And actually, I was talking to somebody on Facebook about, about reading, okay? And, and somebody said, okay, you know, you, we got to read, and, and read is fun and all that stuff. And I said that I actually taught my kids how to read by reading comic books. And I'm not just talking about, oh, you know, this is the cat. Say, can you say cat? No, I, no, I didn't go like Dora and give them like this creepy ass look and then wait for them to answer because, I mean, I do that constantly, but that, not at that moment. Mm. But I did actually taught them how to actually dissect the book, how to analyze and, and, and what the author was saying and what do you think about what he's saying and, and you know, stuff like that. So I actually started with comic books, and then eventually we moved into we moved to manga, and then we moved to na like regular 
uh, stories like the Grimm Brothers. I had to go with the Grimm Brothers. I had to go with the Grimm Brothers. They're dope. Better than the Disney crap. Sorry, Disney. And I, Edgar Allan Poe. I actually had to teach him how to do Edgar Allan Poe. And they started having this, this, this. Don't give me that look. What? I had a burp. I, oh, wow. Okay. What do you uh, want me to tell you? At least that it wasn't, I didn't fart. <laughs> That's for the next topic. <laughs> okay. So on that note, thank you, Nelly Baby, for not farting on the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> Keeping you on your feet. <laughs> Keeping on my feet, indeed. Uh, yeah. So then, that's that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you, we have to educate our kids uh, to actually try and learn, to actually enjoy learning, and because learning is not just in books and, and school, it's pretty much about anything we do in life. Mm-hmm. And that's what I actually wanted wanted to teach my kids. And I think that also we're lacking that, and right now, and the uh, online learning took away that completely. The uh, the actual passion for learning. Which I, I disagree. I understand the con- I understand why we did it, but uh, lately in schools, it's just mostly on that. I, I know it's it's a lot of hard. It's it's really hard for some kids to learn from e-learning because I, I literally my attention span at times. Even now that I'm older, uh, as you can see on the show, <laughs> I don't stay focused as much, <laughs> and I'm trying. You to don't go- say. Smartass. <laughs> And I'm trying to go back to school and do e-learning, but I, that scares me because I'm more of a hands-on person. Good thing is my son literally did great in e-learning, and he does great in person, so he really didn't have an issue with e-learning. But again, his mama taught him. And I Dang, you're going to burn him like that? What the and heck? And his, his mama taught Dang. him at eight, younger than eight how to use email, so he knew how to copy and paste and attach to an email, you know email documents and stuff like that so i gotta give myself props i'm an actually pretty cool now think about it uh actually nelly baby wanted to actually get my slides on on american revolution for her to teach her kid and i didn't want to sell it so she's like did you get them no and uh, i already i i hated them so she doesn't get to them don't worry i got my connections which connections don't nobody worry. can nobody can go to the house, my house, and actually get those slides because I I don't even have them in the house. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Listen, when I used to when I used to teach them about the American Revolution, I actually grabbed a bunch of stuffed animals and I pretend some of them were British and some of them were actually colonists. And then we I actually completely did the entire play of the Battle of Lexington and Concord and and the and the uh, also the I, I role played. The Boston Massacre and and, uh, and the Tea Party and everything. I'm telling you, they were. Ha- I was having a blast. I was having the blast. They were like, "What the heck is he doing?" Are you having fun with the teddy bears, Dad? Heck yeah! And I have my little Angry Bird piggies. They're like ground, and I have them, and they're cool. Mm-mm-mm. The the pig the pig who was the king. Yeah. He was King George. He was King George. Nice. Nerd. <laughs> That's Nerd. true. <laughs> All right. So, what can we do as parents to actually change this so so the school can actually push more of a of a free agenda versus the actual agenda that the schools have to teach the kids? Because that's actually another big factor. The mm. schools have an agenda. Gotta go. All right. 
thank you for joining us. Actually, that was pretty cool. Uh, stay, thanks for tuning you're the in. Best. And stay, stay in touch. Okay? Don't forget to share. And don't forget, yeah, don't forget to share whatever. Yeah, what she said. All right. So, what can we do as parents? There are parent-teacher conferences. Uh, a volunteer more. Uh, get to know your your child's teacher. Get to know the school system. Um, parent meetings. So you become you. You say you Be- want them to enroll in the PTA. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you know there's a bunch of Karens in there, right? Yeah. So you want them to become Karens. Mm. Mini Karens. I don't know, man. That's a double-edged sword. You know, like the, you know, the other downfall with the Karens is that, you know, some of, okay, so a couple of months ago here in, uh, in, by, by Bolingbrook, there was a tornado, right, right on 75th, and after the tornado, obviously a lot of people actually decided to go and help, right, so, so guess what, there were some kids tagging, talking about their, their turf and their gang, and they put a bunch of tags on the, on the, um, Houses that were actually blown off and everything like that. You know who they were? Mm. Can you guess who they were? The gangbangers who were tagging. Who were they? Guess. I don't know. The Girl Scout Scouts. Oh, shit. The Girl Scouts. Gangsters. I For knew, real, I knew, man. I knew, I knew they were part of a gang. Yeah, but what I'm Buy saying... Buy my cookies. They're going to beat your butt. But what I'm saying is that you're supposed to be helping the community and your mothers are the ones that actually get you and push you into all of that. And then you go and tag... And destroy property that's already messed up. I mean, again, where are the consequences of, of everything that's going on? I don't know, man. All I know is that this, the kid deserves to have a better education, and he's actually fighting for it. And that's why I cannot agree with the other the other guy because this guy is actually demanding it, and that's what you have to do. The other guy, forget it. Make sure you're keeping uh, an eye on your child's education, and make sure that he's actually or she's actually learning something. And it's not a it's not a racial thing. It's just the fact that there is no there is no motivation of the, from that individual to get an education until it's too late. But you can always go back to school. You can always go back to school. That's the cool thing. I went back to school and then I quit again and mm-hmm. then I went back and then I quit again. And you left her high and dry. And I left her high and dry. But I quit because you know I'm learning more as a practitioner than. Uh, uh, theorician is that the word I'm looking for if not I already made it up haha <laughs> in your face mm. alright so should we be ready to close sure alright then so we're gonna close in on Anchor and we're gonna come back for the juicy topic the juicy topic because this one is the one that controversy through the whole week on the page of Charlie's Bunker on Facebook alright and we need to have more viewers because people were really excited about this topic. So we need to have some people pop off in that audience. I, that, ooh. Okay, Facebook, we don't owe the rights to this music, but just in case, you know, enjoy it. All right, guys, we'll be back after this. Not, not, not what I'm going to put up, the actual song that's playing. Okay, I'll be back. Hey, and we're back, guys. Uh, last topic. This is the one where Nelly Baby's going to school me. On you this. put me into that task. No, I, I did I not. Last week, you said you wanted to talk about abortions. And I said... I didn't want to go there at that moment. You didn't want to go there at the moment, but no. you said you wanted to talk about it this week. I didn't say I wanted to talk about you it. You said week. it. All right. So You threw it at me. I did not throw anything at you. Okay, so here's the thing, okay? We're going to put... We're going to get the list of the things... That I don't debate with men. Well, I don't, not me, but that's the post, all right? What did you do to my screen? I didn't do anything to your screen. I did. Okay, so the things that should not be debated with men. 
Now, there is a list of six things that we should not be discussed with men. Obviously, I'm the man in this, in this conversation. So, technically, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. But, you know, Nelly Baby decided to bring it up. And we did. No, so, somebody was being a stalker on my page. I did not. All right? I did not. So. This guy. Six things. All right? For the sake of time, we're not going to touch all six. All right? We're going to go through the list and decide which ones are the ones that definitely should not be talked about. And that's because, you know, whatever. There's some things that men should not be talked about with women. And that's... And, we're going to go through the list, okay? I'm going to say number four, female body hair should not be a, a topic of discussion with men. Can you agree? True. Okay, so men, if you talk about body hair, dude, if you're hairy as, as hell, don't even go there because, you know, they call you werewolf for, for a reason. So don't even go Most there. men who are very manly are going to have hair on their chest. And I get it Duh. because you're a man. Duh. But I, women... I, I have a lot of hair in my chest. Duh. I'm sorry. Duh. I'm not a hairy person. I'm not. I don't have hair, so I'm not gonna be there. Literally, balls in the wall with hair. No, thank you. Balls in the wall <laughs> with hair. <laughs> what do you get? What do you come up with this expression? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, just come out of the blue, right? You're just a natural. Natural. Just natural. Okay. Second one should not be discussed with men, and that is access to fem. Uh, access to what? Female what? Female Feminine body? hygiene oh. products. Feminine hygiene products. Okay. I agree. Man, you shouldn't talk about that because first of all, you you just wash your whole body with one freaking bar of soap. Yeah, men and have that's the three cool for thing. one. That is the cool thing about us. You can get you can even get the church and be like Damn. I, baby. I use the three for one too, just because I'm lazy. Somebody actually over the week somebody somebody came to me and said, Hey man. What does it smell like fabuloso here, right? That's the that's the cleaning product. And I go, because I wash my my clothes with fabuloso. Why do you why do you think? He's like, that much? And I said, Yeah, why not, bro? That's the cool thing about men. We don't care. We don't care. We'll it's just soap. Get, we'll just get whatever soap is available and we'll go with it. So yeah, I agree hundred percent. Men, don't talk about that because again, it's none of your business. But if she smells clean and she's clean, you're good. You're good. As long you're as good. it's cr- clean wherever the crevices are that you're going to be using, That's it's all right. good. Okay, I did not agree with that because I didn't know she was going to go there. But I mean, <laughs> I already said it. I guess I guess it is what it is. Number six. No, I already said number six. Uh, five, birth control. I agree. Men should not talk about birth control with women, and the reason is this. It's my body. Okay, that's that that's her that's her statement, and I and I'm okay with it because men are also responsible for keeping up with birth control. Okay, my body. As a matter of fact, and here is your here. birth control will be if you either get the vasectomy or either you're gonna use protection or you're gonna what other form of birth control for men? Listen, I don't know what other type of birth control besides condom and 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 the vasectomy, but hear me out, man. Hear me out. I am 100% behind, and I agree that men should get a vasectomy. I'm telling you, do it. It's the best thing. You're going to save money on, on, on preservatives and birth control. If you decide to leave your baby mama or your wife or whoever, and you decide to go to another relationship, you're not going to have any more kids because it's on you, so you're not going to have the responsibility. And the only thing that can happen wrong is that if you have a baby after a vasectomy, you might get a heart attack. But that's that's a whole different story. That, 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 don't worry about it. It's very slim. Depending on where you it's got your vasectomy slim. at, let's hope it's not on Amazon. No, no, no. No, no, no. Or Groupon. Because, no, no, no. Because if you get the vasectomy and she ends up pregnant, nine times out of ten, it's not yours. 
there you go. I've seen cases. Yeah, that's why I said nine times out of ten. Ninety-nine percent effective. Ninety-nine percent effective. And knowing you, probably Latin people are very fertile. That one percent. If you get a vasectomy. That one percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this for the sake of the argument. Even when you agree with women, they're not happy. I just agree with you 100% that you should not discuss it. Birth control, and you're like, no. He's going to get a bottle on his head. He's going to hit you with a bottle today. So when the wife says, why do you have stitches on your head? Don't worry about it. It was one of those nights. One of those nights, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we're going to get to the actual, because we already took out the three that we're not even going to touch. Because, again, it is, it's true. There are some things you don't want to talk about. The, the actual one that I do agree that men should, 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 let me say that one more time, should have an opinion for the first first one, it's this one, breastfeeding. I think men should have an opinion on breastfeeding. Are you going to be breastfeeding? I can. Let's start lactating then. Well, no, 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 no. Are you going to take some milk tea? Are you going to take some hormones? They sell some some, some, uh, fake breasts. Oh, I know that. Yeah. And you can put milk in there. Uh Uh-huh. And you can actually breastfeed the baby. Now, the technicality here is it didn't didn't say it has to be natural milk. It could be formula, and the man actually could put him on, and he could breastfeed the baby. That's the technicality, right? Again... What if you, you can breastfeed the child, but what if all you have to actually nourish this child is formula milk? Can you give them formula? Okay, but you are emphasizing that you're, you want breastfeeding. No, I said men should have an opinion on breastfeeding. Okay, but what if the mom cannot lactate? Then she cannot lactate. Okay, then yeah. what is your issue going to be now? No, there's not an issue. I'm just saying, see, this is the reason why I want to touch this one first. Because I'm not saying that women should breastfeed. I'm saying men should have an opinion on breastfeeding. I'm not saying that women should breastfeed. I'm saying men should have an opinion. Breastfeeding, it's, it's very beneficial for the baby. Okay? It is. I, hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me actually present my case. Like we're actually in a courthouse, okay? Breast milk... It's very good for the baby. Breast milk, it, it, in the long run, actually develops a lot of, a lot of uh, defenses that other, the formula of milk does not have. And also, it forms the bond with the mother. That's, that, that's the beauty about breastfeeding, okay? That's my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm forcing anybody to breastfeed anyone. That's my opinion on breastfeeding. I'm not saying, hey, lady, are you breast, you have breast milk? You want to go breast milk? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, hey... Breast, breast milk has a lot of benefits, and that's my opinion. Therefore, I should have, I should be entitled to my opinion. That's my case. Are you okay now? I, I'm okay. So, what do you say on that? I'm not agreeing or disagreeing to that. I'm, I agree to it because I breastfed for nine months. Got I was, it. I was hoping for a year, but my, he didn't want to take the breast anymore. No, see, the the comment here was things you should not debate with men. You could debate with men on why formula is better than breast milk or breast milk is better than formula. And we can actually give a good argument. Now, if the, if the comment would have said men should not force anyone to breastfeed, then I'm 100% behind that. That I men, agree on too because... Because men should not force anyone to do anything. Not only men, it's also um, female counterparts who 
harass other women who sometimes can are, are not able to lactate or breastfeed for their child even though they tried. And that is true. I, I actually seen women that actually try to breastfeed their babies and they really struggle with it because they can't. And and the the um, the disappointment they have in their in themselves because they feel they feel less of a woman. And this is the ones that I've exp- that I've seen mm-hmm. and experienced that they feel less of a woman because now they're not able to provide uh, the food or the feeding to their child. And that's devastating. Yeah. And and as a man, me experiencing that, and I say, dang, I mean, there's no way for me to force anyone when they can and they're not capable of for X, Y, and Z, then yeah, I agree with men shouldn't actually force anybody to breastfeed or women or whoever. And don't belittle itself. your, your don't belittle loved it. one or your your partner. If if it's, it's, it's a lot of stress, guys. A lot of stress to... To feel that that you're not being quote unquote a good mother because you can't use your own special you know way of connecting with your child, mm-hmm. which is breastfeeding, and that I know Charlie does not like the word bullying, but that bullying, I don't believe in bullying. and harassing really affects and, and causes a stress level to these new moms. I I actually believe. Well, I mean, it happens, and I've seen that a lot. Harassing is actually a very hard problem because people actually do harass, especially in our culture. In our culture, I don't know what the heck that's at. <laughs> but um, in our culture, when a woman actually in Mexico, okay, I'm making I'm making the comparison in the two countries. But in Mexico, when a woman is not able to breastfeed, what they do is that they go to somebody who actually has breast milk, and they actually breastfeed the baby for that mother. Uh, I know here in American culture that is yucky and disgusting, but a lot of kids in my generation in Mexico, when their mothers could not breastfeed them, they actually got somebody else who breastfeed them and, and they got the nutrition, the nutrition that they, they, they deserve. So to each his own, I'm just saying that that's why I believe that when you have the opportunity to breastfeed a child, go for it. And if you are that you know person that finds it yucky, if you get somebody else, fine culture that's okay we're not we're not judging no judgment here but my opinion is that breast milk is way better than formula and me working with patients i've, I've learned that so i i'm entitled to have an opinion on breast milk that's yeah. a man. well from the newer age whatever one zero sure uh the newer age kids that are like parents now i've noticed that most of them are not really into breastfeeding because of their lack of diet not that great hot chips and you know whatever they have available that's not able to you know literally fuel your body to to produce that milk I guess I, I cannot say by experience because I haven't actually found down the data uh, on this but I believe theory is that your body actually does produce enough nutrients for the baby to have the nutrients on the breast milk and particularly the colostrum the colostrum mm-hmm. is the best the source best. Especially for the baby. if your baby is in the NICU, yep. as much as you could give them, it doesn't matter if it's a bit, but it's something. Something yep. that will give them extra added vitamins and boost. Uh, recently, I had a class with you know an African, African-American um, mother who was really stressed out because she was trying to breastfeed the child, but she felt like she wasn't producing enough milk. And I told her, drink a lot of water, relax. And just let your baby latch on. If that baby, you know, latches onto the the breast and just stimulate the nipple, it, it, it flows, ladies. Sometimes it flows. Just don't overthink and just relax. 
and let nature run its course. I agree. So, yeah, if you are educated on the subject and you have your data and your facts straight as a man and you know what you're talking about, breast, breast milk, I think you can give an opinion. That's just me. If you're forcing somebody... Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't it, do it. You're causing more of a postpartum depression, yep. and it's it's just downhill from there. Yep. It's not going to be good for you or the baby or your wife or your significant other or your baby mama. It's just not going to work. So, yeah, just be understanding and, and know that she's trying. That's one of the things that I've noticed. We just need they to be a try. supportive partner. Mm-hmm. So, if I if men should have an opinion or debate things, I can go with that one on a yes. We should have an opinion. Second one. Okay, where we, I think we should have an opinion, this is just me, it's on menstruation. I think we should have an opinion on that. You're going to bleed for us for the week? Of course not. I mean, unless I cut myself and I'm like, oh, you know, Romeo and Juliet stuff. So then you don't have an opinion to my menstruation unless I'm late. Okay, so I'm going to say this, right? And this is, I'm going to build my case again. All right, I'm going to build my case again. I am a father of a teenage daughter, okay, and there are moments where I'm like, there are things I don't need to know about my daughter, and I believe that's one of them, okay? She's a young lady, so, uh, you know, whatever. But one day, my wife is like, hey, listen, you know, one day you went and, you went and got me this awesome pads for my, for my cycle. Can you go get some? And I'm thinking, no, I shouldn't go get them. I shouldn't go get them. And I'm really struggling. Like, oh, my God. Oh, I shouldn't go get you them. You opened the window. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, You opened seriously. the door. You opened the window. And you said, Dad, you're comfortable with buying me these things? No, I, no, 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 no. They threw me into this. This is this, this is me not to... I don't want to talk about nobody's menstruation. Listen, and not only that, not only that, there was a time when, where I, there, I, I, I worked in a building where there was only four guys, me and three others, right? And the rest were like 99% women. And they only talked about their periods. So it's not like I'm going into it. They're bringing me into it. I'm like Michael Corleone. Like, no, every time I want to get out, they pull me back in. So then I said, if I'm one of the gals at this point, I guess I need to have an opinion. So this is where I'm coming with or from. I'm not there. Did you write down their cycles? No, I did not. You know, there was a moment where there was like four or five who actually the same week and I had to work with them. (laughs) <laughs> one week, all four or five of them together, and I just couldn't get away with it. I just couldn't, go, and I didn't want to know any of that stuff. But according to my, you know, my wife says that I actually picked the best pet that she ever had. I don't know. Heavy flow? I, I don't know. <laughs> she goes, why don't you get the ones that you got the, la- the, the last time for me? And I said, sure, if I find them, I'll definitely get them for you. Guess what? I had no idea what the hell I grabbed the last time. So I think, as a man... If you have a, a daughter or a wife or a girlfriend who is not able to go get her, her pads or tampons or whatever, you should be able to educate them so they can know what the heck to expect. What? what? I could speak now? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, that, I, I don't know. I guess your daughter has a lot of trust in you with all that stuff. But I, I was embarrassed as heck when I had my monthly, and I was definitely not talking to my dad about it. And, of course, he didn't need to know what the heck I was buying. And, of course, my mom wasn't really open to talking about menstrual cycles. Okay, but can we agree that there are women out there who prefer their significant others to actually go and be part of their 
of their cycle. Yes. So why can't we have an opinion? I'm not one of those. No, I know you're not one of those, but we're speaking in, in, in the general term. If if they want them to be part of it, why can't they be educated and have an opinion? I mean, they're already doing the work. They're already going into... Listen, for a man to go into a pharmacy and go into the women's section and looking for the, the pads or the tampons and then coming, and then coming home and giving to them... Do you know how embarrassing that is when you go in and start looking for it as a man? Listen, I, I'm I'm there 100%. I don't need to know any of that stuff. <laughs> I don't need to know any of that. As you can see, this is a very traumatizing event. That, I think that's why I brought this, this cover. It's like a venting thing for me right now. I see. You're more affected to the menstrual cycle than I am every month. I was about to say something, and I completely said, like, you know what? My brain said, don't say this. Don't, don't say, say this. it. Don't say it. And I didn't. Because Charlie's going to get knocked out yeah. on live. But okay, no, seriously, why can you educate your significant other and, and let him have an opinion? I'm, I'm only bringing the question. Because I choose not to. Okay, but in general, if they, be, if they want them to be part of it, why can men have an opinion? I never said you didn't need to be a part of it. I just choose not to have a male species be a part of my menstrual cycle. That, 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 Unless that. it has to be an issue where I'm pregnant. Okay, so if you're pregnant, there is no way he's going to be part of your cycle. They're just pretty much like, at, at that point. No, it's, it's then like I'm going to say, guess what? You fucked up. Now we're going to be fucked up for nine months. Yeah, but the topic is he cannot. you cannot debate with him about menstruation. So once you're pregnant, you're not menstruating. So therefore, the argument is done because there is no, there's no menstruation for you to argue about. There's about a baby to argue about, but not yeah. a menstruation, not a cycle. I know, but it doesn't matter. I'm not going to tell my husband, my significant other, hey, guess what? I'm on my period this month. I don't think you need to know that. I, I don't I don't think we need to know that either. Exactly. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, but we do know that. And therefore, we're already involved in it. So why can we just say, listen, can you educate me on this thing and tell me what would you prefer for me to do? So I can do the right thing, so I don't mess up and then get my head chopped off. I guess. I, I'm just saying. I'm asking the question. As as me and any other man who's out there who's in the same situation, what can you tell us? Like, okay, listen. Hey, if you're a man and you are going through this, this is what I will prefer for my significant other to do. That's it. That's all we need to know. Okay. I'm bringing the question. What do you recommend for us to do if we're in that circumstance? Then you talk to your woman. If she feels comfortable talking to you about her menstrual cycle, then you power to you. And that's how men should have an opinion because you said bring it to your man if she has open. So therefore, there is a conversation there. So therefore, it is debate. Check and mate. Two zero. Whatever. All right. Third one, and this is the last one, and this one it's a it's a ooh, it's a topic that. Yeah, I'm not opening it. I mean, <laughs> I already have it memorized, so it's good. all good. Okay, so the next one is abortion. Men do not have an opinion, or you should not debate with men against. You should not debate with men when it comes to abortion. I'm gonna let you open that one. Uh. I am for abortion, and the reason why I'm for abortion because it's my body, 
And depending on the trauma that I've faced due to an unwanted pregnancy, I could have an abortion. So here's the thing, okay? Uh, I am against abortion, and I think... I don't know. Okay, so this is my internal struggle when it comes to this topic, right? Not to debate. Not, actually, this is going to be one of those moments of the show where we're going to turn the uh, the knob a little bit more to the serious side because this is a very sensitive topic and we don't want to offend anyone. Can we agree with that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so as a man, okay, I grew up in a generation that actually men encouraged women to have the abortion, Okay. Uh, men actually will actually take the woman to the clinic for them to have the abortion because they don't want to be responsible for a young kid, a young, mm -hmm. uh, a, a little boy, right, a little girl. I, when I was a kid and I found out about this, I actually decided not to be one of those men, and I decided to actually support my significant other if there ever was uh, a pregnancy, whether unwanted or rape or whatever. We're not talking about statistics. I know that the statistics on, on abortion, it's, it's that when it comes to rape, it's really low. I think it's about 5%, 6% the last time I checked. Uh, that's reported. I get I get it. Again, that's why I didn't want to get into, into the statistics, because the statistics also lie. There's a lot of cases that are not reported, and therefore we cannot take it 100% uh, in their seriousness, because there's a lot of them who are, are a little bit misleading, okay? When it comes to me as a person and abortion, I'm still the man who believes that abortions are not right. I, I, don't, I don't agree with them. I don't think a woman should have an abortion when it comes to my personal belief. Like I said last week on the show, I learned the hard way that it's not my decision to make. Okay, Even though I, I, I'm against it, I cannot judge it or I cannot condemn it if a woman decides to have an abortion. Okay. That's my stand on things. I will help that person whether she wants to decide to keep the baby or not. But when it comes to my significant other, we did have a conversation about this before we got married. And I did say that if whether the baby was, whether the baby was uh, healthy or not healthy, I was, gonna, I was willing to keep the baby if she consented to it. Okay? That's just my stand on things. That, I guess that I grew up in the mentality where men needed to be men and face responsibilities. So that's that's my intake on on abortion. What do you what do you think? Well, due to um, any women or men, but mostly because the topic is about abortions and women. Um, like I said, if it's due to rape or the the baby is maybe terminally ill, I, I don't know. I I don't think I would want to suffer from. I'm already going to... I don't want to get attached. I wouldn't want to get attached if I knew my child was not healthy or would, or would have a, a traumatic life. That, that, that scares me because I will die. And who's going to take care of my child after I pass? And that's one of the things that we discussed with my significant other. And, and she did bring the question up. And she said, listen, if he is sick in any shape, way, or form... How are we going to keep up with it? Because eventually one day we're not going to be around and he's going to need a lot of help. And it did break my heart. It did break my heart thinking about one of my, one of my you know, children suffering the rest of their life and being incapacitated and alone. So, yeah, that, that's a really big thing to, to consider. And that's one of the reasons why I actually cannot condemn a woman or judge a woman or criticize a woman for having an abortion because 
I know that if you think about that 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 point itself, it is so crushing to think about uh, having your child alone in the world, defending himself and not having the tools to do it. So that that I believe that should be considered in any case. And as a man, if if you are open to the debate and the discussion, because again, the topic is about you cannot debate this with men. And we always have this 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 idea that oh, the man should not have any 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 idea or any 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 compromise or or cannot have an opinion on it. Well, it kind of is because it's also his baby. It's also his his flesh and blood. And if you're a true man, you should be concerned about what happens to your flesh and blood. It's family. Not to mention culturally, you can you can ohana ohana means family. Not a lot of people have that uh, mentality. And I agree. I agree that not a lot of people have that mentality. But I think that the, the, the topic itself has deviated from, no, you're wrong because you're stupid and you're not, you don't have a uterus, so therefore you can't have an opinion. But we're taking away the factor of emotions. Because, again, if you want to be a father and, you're, and your baby is it's terminally ill or is going to be have uh, an incapacity, then you also are suffering because it's your baby. Yeah. Right? So do you want to see him dead? Or do you want to see him suffering? It's a tough choice to make yeah. when it comes to being a man, too. It's hard. It's hard. And not, like I said, I'm like, if, if it comes to that situation, I wouldn't want to see my child suffer trying to, like, not be able to take care of themselves physically, mentally. And I would have to carry. Yes, I'm the I'm the parent. I would carry that burden. But, again, what happens when I'm gone? And I, I, I don't want to. I, I know... We're going to be dead. We're not going to know the difference. But again, I want to rest in peace. I know people don't believe in that, but I want to rest and make sure that my child is literally going to be able to defend themselves. And that is a good point. And again, as a father, again, if you're a responsible man who actually thinks like me and, and you're like, listen, I don't want to see my baby dead or chopped into pieces. I, I really want to take care of this baby, whatever happens or not. You also suffer with the idea, and like I said earlier today in the show, when whatever choice you make, it has its consequences, and you're going to have to go through them, regardless of what you choose. If you, as a man, support the woman and decide to have an abortion, then you're going to have the consequences of thinking that you literally killed your, your family member, regardless of whether it has a heartbeat or it's considered a fetus or a baby or whatever. You, In your mind, you killed a human being. If you are, like I said, in my case, if you are like the, the other men that I grew up with and you're like, okay, we're going to take you to the clinic, then there's no issue because they're, they're agreeing for it and they're, they're all for it. That, there's no issue there. But let's say if it's just the fact that you just don't want to have a baby, the, one, the fact that you have a, a, an undesired pregnancy and the baby is healthy and you decide to have an abortion. In that sense, again, I wouldn't criticize. I wouldn't, I wouldn't condemn. But if I was in a relationship where my significant other decides to have an abortion just because they don't want to take care of my, of my baby, then I guess I'll support the fact that they're, they're having an abortion, but I wouldn't be around after that. But that, that thing, um, literally, this is when I have to say, don't be selfish. Let it be the woman or the man. This is when, when you know that you're having relationships or sexual relationships with your partner, you should be responsible, especially if you don't want to be pregnant at such a young age. Um, or don't want the responsibility of having a child in your life, not only because you're young, but because you just don't want to have kids. This is when I have to say, now we have to talk as if we want to continue the relationship, what birth control is. That's and right. We, uh, 
Is it me and you? Are we doing both birth control? Or are we going to do something about it? We, and this is when Planned Parenthood comes into place. And that's why in the, in the post it said you cannot talk about birth control with a woman or men should not debate with women about birth control. And that's the reason why I say there should be a debate. There should not, I wouldn't say a debate. There should be a conversation with men if you have a, a, a partner and you don't want to get pregnant but you you know you want to do el, el delicioso then you should be responsible I'm just saying you should be responsible you know to do that the nasty but but if you are a woman that decides to have an abortion and again the baby's healthy and you're not raped and you just decide to have it because you don't want to you don't want to have that responsibility for the next 18 years I respect the decision. I will really respect that decision because, again, they could be my sister, it could be, could be, you know, my friend, it could be anybody from comes to my family. But I'll be honest, I will not be around after that. I will not. I will not be participating in the in the death of, of, a, of a human being. To and me, it, it's still a human being. And it's not even the death either. Sometimes, you know, a, a way out from and only not only abortions. Another way out is. Say, there's a lot of people that do want to have the possibility of have a, having a child. It's not always going to be biological. I so agree. you have that option of maybe if I talk to my spouse, maybe if I talk to my partner and we don't feel comfortable yet having a child together, maybe the thought of, of, of adoption could come into place. That is true. and But then again, you have the factor of... Um, if I get attached to the baby, then, you know, it's going to be hard for me to let go. And, and here's the thing, and this is where, where I'm coming from, okay? We want to avoid, we want to avoid decisions the best way we can, right? And the consequences that come with it, we always want to avoid it. And that's okay. And that's okay. We're not, everybody as a human being have the right to actually do the best thing for us, right? That's, that's what we do, Okay. But here's the thing, whether you have an abortion or don't have an abortion, you always have to say to face the consequences. Mm -hmm. And I, I've read and I've known a lot of, of people that actually decided to have an abortion and said, listen, at the moment I feel great, but eventually as my life went, went down, I started thinking of what I did and now I feel extremely sad because I actually killed my baby. And that's something that never leaves the person. So as, as a man, I could say, listen, I understand where you're coming from and I can relate to it, but it is what you chose. And, yeah. I, and there's nothing else I can say about that. And again, I, I, have, I have friends who actually are, are in favor and it's my, my body, my choice, whatever. It's your body, your choice. But if you are a, a man who wants to take care of a baby, because I even said it, like, hey, listen, if you don't want to have a baby, you don't want to take care of it for the next 18 years, have the baby, I'll take care of it. And we go together, we leave. We don't have to be here. But I'll take care of the baby. And again, I grew up in a generation where men didn't want to take the responsibility, and I wanted to be different. So I guess that's why my where my idea on abortion is. But would I condemn somebody? No. I just I just wouldn't be able to hang around with that person anymore. I guess I'll abandon. Them. But we can have a we can have a conversation. They should. I think the worst thing that could happen in any of the conversations we had today about this is that the if you stay quiet and don't have a conversation then it's worse because yeah. they don't know what to expect. What's the game plan? What's the expectation? You need to communicate with your spouse even if it's, you know, opposite sex or, you know, same sex. You should have a free relationship to feel comfortable around your spouse uh, on certain things that you are don't know how to face by yourself. 
And and that's one of the things that the, the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, says. You have to have a mastermind, right, group, where people that you hang around with or you socialize with constantly have the same mentality and ideas that you have. Now, it's a double-edged sword because then you can become very, very conservative and politically speaking or whatnot, or you can become very liberal, which, again, politically speaking or whatnot. Regardless of what you do, the consequences that you have to face are going to be there. And that's one of the things that we need to face, consequences. That's my intake on life. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready to continue the party here at Chai Town? Because mm-hmm. we're about to close. Yeah. Less talking, more drinking. Yeah. It's a good thing that she decided to bring this topic. So I was not. I was not. I'm waiting for the liquor to hit. Oh, boy. I think it already hit. Anna, start singing some karaoke. We're going to have karaoke. All right, guys. It's been a great show. Thank you for joining us today on, on Anchor and Spotify. Again, share, 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 share. Share this share. post, guys. I want, I want to, my next task is for our next live, and I've been posting it for the last uh, couple of posts, our last lives, that make, do me a big favor. Please share and tag us on your share post for the live while Charlie munches on a chicken wing. Yeah. Uh, share, 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 and let us reach to a thousand views. Let's see if we can make it. And don't forget to tag Charlie Bunker and those who are friends of mine. You can tag my personal page on there and tag Nelly Baby and Charlie. And let us get to a thousand views for this week, guys. That is our challenge. My challenge for you guys is for you guys to send us more topics. More topics, more playlists. And don't tell, don't let us uh, forget to review. The, don't forget to review the page. Follow the page, not only the page, our YouTube channel, and f- and look up Charlie's Bunker on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, iTunes, and Facebook. All right. So as I, I know that in the headphones, I'm hearing the music, right? And I'm dancing with the music, but out <laughs> here, nobody hears the music. So the only thing they're seeing is uh, this crazy guy going, yeah, baby. You hear the Mexican uh, romantic music in the back, which we don't own rights to Facebook. Uh, so people are like literally like, this is not a fast-paced music. <laughs> I know, right? Like, what the heck is he doing? Like, Everybody's looking at me like, weirdo. I'm a nerd. You are a nerd. All right. So we finished our first bucket. Uh, not yet. You're still. Uh... Hand it over, man. Hand it over. Ooh, okay, guys. So we're gonna close. We're gonna continue the party here at Chai Town. Um, Let us know where you want us to be on live next week. You never know. We could be right near you, by you. And thanks to my girl, Guineas. She knows who she is for yeah, the gonna... hookup VIP status. Yeah. So we wanna. To close, we're gonna say we wanna say thank you to Chai Town for having us. Uh, for Jorge, hosting Charlie well, Bunker. Yeah, Jorge, Yeniz, Rosa, everybody in the crew here at Chai Town, everybody of the players that are come here to play and they're looking at us all weird because they just see the equipment, but whatever, we're having Charlie's fun. Charlie's dancing like a fool. Oh man, that's that's good. I gotta actually put that on my playlist. All right, guys, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you, Chai Town. Thank you, everyone. And come we'll and check out Chai Town in Pilsen. Are we going to have this Wayne World kind of thing where I, I say one thing and you're like, I have to go out? Wayne's World! 
Party time. Excellent. We don't have rights. We don't have rights. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye. There you go. They, go they gave me a broken glass.